Welcome to Route 66, a podcast taking you on a theological journey. The goal of this podcast is to provide you with five to seven minutes of spiritual nourishment from one of the 66 books of the Bible, or from the robust heritage of Reformed theology. I am your host, Pastor Anthony Savaggio of the Rochester Christian Reformed Church, located in Penfield, New York, and I am pleased that you have chosen to join me on this journey down Route 66. was raised in the Catholic tradition. I can recall quite vividly when I made my first confession, and I remember the priest calling me to pray a number of, quote, Hail Marys, end quote, and a number of, quote, Our Fathers, end quote. Of course, the latter is a reference to the Lord's Prayer. It is often referred to as the Our Father. In today's episode, we will explore, with the help of biblical scholars Kenneth Bailey, William Willimon, and C. Clifton Black, the first of the six petitions which make up the Lord's Prayer. Now listen to the Lord, you, his disciples. Listen to how he taught us to pray. Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 through 15, New International Version. And when you pray, Do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's begin with the first petition of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. That seems like an odd petition at first, doesn't it? We are praying that God's name be hallowed. That's even an odd word, isn't it? What does it mean to hallow God's name? Well, it means to make or keep it holy. But why are we praying for something that is by definition? I mean, God's name is holy. And if it wasn't holy, could we make it so? God's name is holy and will always be holy. It can't be made less holy. Ken Bailey quips that this petition is like praying, may wood become solid, or may the fire become hot. It seems at least at first a rather nonsensical request, doesn't it? But of course, it is not. 
But why do we start the prayer in this rather odd way? Well, let me give you two reasons in today's reflection. One reason, I think, is to provide theological balance and symmetry to the opening words of the prayer. Think about it for a moment. We start out with something radical. We begin by referring to God in a revolutionary and very intimate way as our Father. Now that is truly glorious, but it's also quite dangerous. We might be inclined to become a little too casual, a little too intimate with God. And given this intimacy, we might forget his otherness. So the Lord's Prayer brings a balance. He is our Father, but remember, he is holy. His name is to be hallowed. See Clifton Black in his book entitled The Lord's Prayer notes that two things are said by this opening petition. Listen to what he has to say. Quote, two things are said at once and inextricably. The God who may be addressed with, with intimacy as Father is God in his transcendent goodness. While permitted to address God as a parent, we concede that God is not our patron. End quote. The call to hallow God's name is a sticky note reminder, if you will, to all of Jesus' disciples, to you and to me, to never forget the power, majesty, holiness, and otherness of this one we have the privilege to call Father. But there is a second reason, I think, that this is here, that we are to hallow God's name. We pray this to remind ourselves that we are bearers of his name. You see, God calls us to be like him, and he calls us to be the light of the world. He puts his name on us, his stamp on us. By living for God, by doing good deeds, by being like Him, by loving God and loving our neighbor, we actually help the world to hallow His name. They see our good deeds and give glory to God in heaven. In this sense, the first petition is like a divine draft notice. It is a reminder of our high calling of discipleship. It is a reminder of what Peter said in 1 Peter 1.15. But just as He who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. William Willimon writes this, quote, In praying the Lord's Prayer, we have been commandeered by God, sanctified, set apart, ordained, made holy. We are commissioned to live our lives in such a way as to make visible to all the world that the holy God reigns, that God has a rightful claim to all his creation, that God has regained some of his rightful territory from the enemy. God's newly won territory is us, those who pray, hallowed be thy name. So you see, the first petition of the Lord's Prayer reminds us to never get too comfortable with God or attempt to domesticate Him. As C.S. Lewis said of Aslan, he is no tame lion. And it also reminds us that we, you and me, all Christians, we have been commissioned by God to actively participate in the hallowing of His name by doing justice, by loving mercy, by walking humbly with our God before the eyes of a watching world. Let me close today with a thought for you to chew on. This comes from a quote in Clinton Black's book on the Lord's Prayer. It's a quote from the theologian Walter Luthi. This is what he said. The devil loves anonymity, but God has a name. Yes, God does have a name. A name we are called to hollow in our lives and that we long to see hollowed in our world. As you pray the Lord's Prayer today, 
and I encourage you to pray it even after this episode ends, consider that opening petition. Reflect on God's intimacy and His holiness. And think about how you can hallow His name today by living for Him today. Grace and peace to you. Amen. That concludes today's episode. I hope you have found encouragement in God's Word and in the teachings of Reformed theology. Remember the words of the prophet Isaiah who reminds us, The grass withers, the flower fades, but the Word of God will stand forever. If you would like more information about Rochester Christian Reformed Church, or if you would like to listen to my online sermon library, please go to rochestercrc.org. Thank you.